Hello, everyone. I am Kim Allen, and this is Little Deaths. <sighs> I'm very tired. <laughs> Extremely. Um, because I was up late last night hobnobbing and um, sharing the same air as the one and only Oprah Winfrey. So I'm still kind of coming down from that and, you know, just soaking in the um, rejuvenating effects of being within a 10-foot radius of, of Oprah. And let me tell you, I highly recommend it. It doesn't suck. And I hope I can repeat it. Um, yeah, I got to do some on carpet, red carpet correspondence. I'm not sure the technical term for it, but I was interviewing folks um, responsible for this new documentary coming out on Hulu, dropped last night, called The 1619 Project. So check that out. It is a retelling of our history in this country, um, black American history, which is American history. And it's a re-education of, you know, every single one of us because none of us if you grew up in the and if you grew up in the United States you did not hear accurate history about what really went down starting in 1619 when the first slaves were brought to Virginia from Africa so this documentary is really important and it felt it felt good to be present for that and to be able to speak to Hannah Nicole Jones Sorry, Nicole Hannah-Jones, <laughs> the host and creator of the 1619 Project, who is a journalist who actually is responsible for the series of essays that were published in the New York Times that then sparked, you know, all this discourse around critical race theory that we've been swimming through for the last year, the last few years. So I got to speak with her, and I spoke with Roger Ross Williams, the director of the doc, who is an Academy Award winning director. And I got to speak with Shoshana, who unfortunately her last name I cannot remember, but she was the showrunner for the doc. And yeah, I'm feeling really inspired and just excited about what else this year might bring. And I'm also, as I said, very tired. <laughs> so it is 6.35 p.m. on a Friday, but I'm here. I'm doing it. And the episode will be released on Friday, as promised. Thank you all for listening. I'm going to dive right in. Let's just dive right in. All right. So there's this thing called discipline. And let me tell you, I hate that word. I hate it. The word fucking sucks. The word connotes every single thing that made me miserable as a kid. Discipline was me having to spend my recess inside writing an apology letter to my teacher because I shouted out the capital of Idaho instead of raising my hand. Discipline was my dad taking out the belt because my mouth was a little bit too smart and my tongue was a little too sharp. Discipline was having my driving privileges revoked after I got caught driving my best friend, shout out to Tao, around... <laughs> Before the six-month trial period was up, she left her wallet in the glove compartment. So there was no way to talk my way out of that. I tried, though. Discipline was synonymous with punishment. It was 
fucking up and then having an adult forcefully get me back in line for fear of becoming undisciplined. It was harsh and unforgiving. It was miss out on the things that light me up in favor of this far less interesting thing that supposedly will pay off in the long run. I wasn't very interested in discipline. But lately, the word has just been swirling around me. As you know, I've been deep in the depths of a little death for some time now. I crash landed back to Los Angeles and all of the fear and anxiety that was percolating inside of me was being mirrored through rashes and swelling on my face and body. I was miserable, fully giving myself over to the pain and exhaustion that comes from trying to stay afloat as an artist in this city. Not to mention the incessant storms, so unforgiving. I felt like I was being laid bare, and I really didn't understand how to start feeling good again. Maybe one of the differences about this little death is that I had finally accepted on a soul level that everything is truly temporary. The bad moments and the good ones too. As I look back over the last few years of my life, I have the proof, you know, I've, I've played out the experiments, I've tracked the patterns. I'm not just hopeful for the upswing anymore. Like I'm, I'm certain of its arrival because that's the way that it works. But how? And more importantly, when? Because this bank account isn't giving what it needs to be giving. So the fear creeps in anyway, even though I already know how this shit works. So I feel powerless for a few days until I have the energy to ask myself, what is it that I can do? So much feels out of my control at this moment. I can't will the universe to drop a sign in my lap, although I did pray for a sign every single day. I had to really ask myself, what can I do? I decided I could write in my journal every single day. I could get silent with myself for 15 minutes a day. And even if the other 700 waking minutes were spent watching TV, you know what? Let me get more specific. Even if the other 700 waking minutes of the day were spent watching The Office, at least I was showing up for myself in some kind of a consistent way with these other practices. I started walking, as I mentioned on the podcast. I had the realization that walking is an activity that helps my soul feel at home. I mean... And that actually gives my soul a home. Perhaps I wasn't making money on those days, but I figured out that there was an activity I could do that costs no money, that literally gives my soul a home. I mean, that is fantastic. So at that point, I'm, what I'm doing is I'm laying this foundation, right? I'm at the, my lowest point and I'm laying this base. I'm, I'm raising my vibration. I stopped obsessing about when and where the next big thing was going to happen. 
And I'm not even talking about some fancy high paying job, although I did have an an awesome job come through during this period. I'm talking about the next big realization. I'm talking about that part where my awareness sinks with what God is trying to do in my life. That moment when I see the thing that's been staring me in the face for so long that is the key, the secret sauce, the missing ingredient to my next level of expansion. And do you know what that thing revealed itself to be? (laughs) You said it. Fucking discipline. Whew, man. This goes back to all my fears around this word, the punishment, depriving myself of pleasure, having to follow someone else's bullshit rules. But it also tapped into this other element of my being that's always kind of been at play, you know, even though I've only recently acknowledged it. And maybe this element is directly connected to my fears around what it looks like to be disciplined. But I've always just wanted to have the appearance of an effortless life. (laughs) Can you guys relate to that? From my outward appearance, you know, my minimal makeup and thrift store pieces, my dating patterns, you know, just like men coming in and out like a revolving door. I'm just kind of along for the ride, you know, just I'm just here. How I showed up at work, you know, I'm just naturally talented at this. You know what I mean? Like I'm just here. I just kind of showed up and stumbled into the limelight and, you know, it's all just working for me. It's all just working out for me. I didn't want to fuck up and actually get caught exerting any real effort. Effort was just going to lead me back down the path to pain, shame, and blame. I know many people can relate to the idea that, well, if I actually try my hardest and it still doesn't work out, Then I'll know the truth about me. And whatever inflated identity I was holding on to is simply going to crumble before my eyes. A little bit of all these ideas are true for me. Um, This deep-rooted fear of being disciplined was actually a fear of changing. How could I hold on to my identity as a free spirit while also implementing discipline into my life. It just wasn't possible for both things to exist, I decided. So (sighs) I scoffed at discipline for many years. From the outside, it looked like a prison to me and nothing was going to keep me behind bars. Are you kidding me? No. But during this little death, something shifted. As I started laying this foundation again, these routines that fed me and opened up a little space for God to speak to me, the signposts that popped up all seemed to be pointing in the same direction. When I asked myself, what is it that I can do? Various elements of my life started to be revealed, like like set pieces on a dark stage, the spotlight turned on and one by one they were illuminated. First, there was my TV problem, or rather my office problem. I just could not stop watching The Office. You guys, I have watched The Office from beginning to end 
no fewer than like 25 times. And, and honestly, it's probably more than that. I mean, I don't know. I'm not counting. It is the soundtrack to my life. I have dreams that me and Stanley are on the train going somewhere. Who knows? They don't mean anything. They're just characters slipping into my subconscious because they're constantly on. Having it on in the background seemed to be the only thing that was keeping me sane. And every time I tried to temper this behavior, I just started replacing it with another show that I'd seen a million times and the cycle continued. Now, anyone who knows me knows that I'm all about ease and enjoyment, meeting yourself where you are. Sometimes you do just need to lay on the couch and veg out all day. Your existence is enough. Our worth isn't based on productivity. And I stand by all of that wholeheartedly. So having any kind of a conversation about finding answers in the discipline I don't even know how to fully convey that it divorces me from so many elements of who I am or who I thought I was or from the part of me that is dying a death in front of me, like before my eyes right now, today. For me, TV had become a problem. I could trace my failure to launch directly to the hours I spent in Scranton, Pennsylvania. It turned out that the only person who was keeping me in jail was freaking me. And TV was the bars. It was shocking that TV had turned on me this way because, you know, it was such a good friend, but now a foe. I wanted to be the kind of person who could just cut back my consumption. But let's face it, I'm kind of an addict. So, last week, I decided I had to stop watching TV altogether. (sighs) To many of you, this might seem like not a big deal, but TV is probably one of my most favorite things in the world, and asking me not to watch TV is like asking a pope not to pray. Replace TV with whatever your big vice is, you know, pick your poison. But damn it, that was being asked of me. I asked and I answered. Fucking discipline. After I made that decision, I saw myself start to tap into this frequency, this ongoing dialogue around discipline that apparently was going on the entire time, but I wasn't tuned in. A friend called me to detail his very own come to Jesus moment around discipline. He said it was revealed to him through some girl who apparently read him to filth. I didn't really get all the details, but that he was indeed the problem. That was revealed to him. That his lack of discipline was leaking into every area of his life. He sat with that idea over the weekend and it finally became clear. The spotlight shone down on every undisciplined area of his life And he knew what he had to do to realize the kind of expansion, you know, expansive visions he held for his life. And he said, really, universe, I got to do all that? Like, that's what you expect of me? Really? Can I have anything? 
I shifted in my seat. Now, this friend and I, we often had conversations like that, and I was the one who challenged him to accept himself as he was, to find some softness and gentleness around the way he spoke to himself, to please let go of this destructive grind culture mentality that he was so married to. But this time felt different. Again, it wasn't that I stopped believing in the softness and gentleness and honestly, fuck the grind culture forever and always. (laughs) Like, fuck that word too. Remove it from your vocabulary today. This time though, I was starting to understand that discipline didn't necessarily have to be directly opposed to ease. That infusing a level of rigor into my life that I'd never engaged with before could actually connect me to the freedom that I was so desperately seeking. Freedom beyond my wildest imagination. What? Get more discipline to experience more freedom? I mean, I felt like I was inside of a Picasso painting. My nose on my head, my eyes bugging out of my chin. Every thought pattern and way of being was being divinely called into question and I was buzzing. Is this what a fucking breakthrough feels like? (laughs) Yeah, I think it is what a breakthrough feels like. So I wrote that pretty much stream of consciousness last last week. And since then, I want to give you a little information about what discipline has looked like for me. Once I realized that, you know, TV was one of the problems, eliminating it doesn't automatically make me more disciplined. Um, so just taking dis- TV out of my life doesn't automatically mean I'm doing, actively doing the disciplined routines that, you know, or infusing discipline into other areas of my life that might be lacking it. But what it did do was it opened up this space. And once the space was there, then I had to ask myself some questions, you know, one of which, what am I going to do with this space? And I realized that there was a lot more time in the day, a lot, a lot more hours and minutes that could be dedicated to other things. So on one night, I picked up this book of essays by Samantha Irby that was lent to me by my good friend, Julie. Shout out to Julie. And I picked it up and started reading it. And I felt so inspired by her words, by her writing style. I was laughing. I was thoroughly enjoying myself. And, you know, around 10 p.m., I just drifted off to sleep. It was, it was pretty nice. I've been spending more time cooking. I've been more thorough with my cooking because normally when I'm cooking, I'm also watching The Office at the same time. And, you know, I'm to some degree distracted. So I kind of took my time with my meals. I cooked a few more times this week than I would have normally cooked. And then it come, when it comes to, you know, my other activities, my, my acting classes, my, you know, how much time I spend learning dialogue for scripts or auditions, all that stuff, you know, slowly began to evolve as well as I opened up space and focus and attention that was being eaten up previously by by TV. So 
I'm definitely seeing the discipline start to work its way into my life. And uh, I'm going to keep this up for a while. I'm going to keep the TV out and I'm going to keep trying to intentionally infuse discipline into activities that are meaningful to me and that are a part of this bigger picture and bigger vision I have for my life. I think the energy that's out there right now in my community at least and maybe the community at large too there is just this now or never energy you know I'm feeling it a lot of my community is feeling it too and you know I had my moment going into the new year I was not ready to tap into that yet I was still kind of licking my wounds and to some degree, like waiting for inspiration to strike and waiting to feel ready to kind of jump back into the current because I just wasn't there. Now there's been a shift and I I do feel ready and I'm just, I'm becoming more and more aware and I think God is like revealing this to me, but I'm becoming more and more aware that all of the things that I want are literally waiting for me. And that discipline could be my tunnel to connect to those things all these years being like but why why hasn't it happened or this or that opportunity and 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 yeah sometimes it does suck sometimes it ain't fair sometimes you get passed over and it's just shitty obviously but I'm just finally figuring out what I can do the power that I actually have and if you're hearing this and you're like, I've been on that. Girl, you just figuring this out. I've been on that. Good for fucking you. Seriously. Like, I applaud you. I'm so glad that you've been riding this discipline wave and getting shit done. For those of you who haven't been there, welcome. It's not too late for us. <laughs> it's like every piece of advice, every... Um, Every lecture that I got from every, you know, acting teacher or coach or, you know, even some friends who like threw these kind of phrases at me about being disciplined or, you know, you miss a hundred of the shots that you don't, you miss a hundred percent of the shots you don't take. Wayne Gretzky and Michael Scott. (laughs) All of these phrases that I've heard over the years that just kind of like melded together as one giant inspirational talk that I didn't care about. (laughs) I'm finally hearing them in a new way with like fresh ears. And I don't know, it feels really exciting. It also feels scary because to some degree, I'm afraid of what can happen. As I said, I'm I'm afraid of what can happen and I'm afraid of what will be required of me. You know what I mean? Like at those levels that I'm trying to reach and that the stakes are higher and there's more vulnerability and there's more exposure. I'm afraid of what will be required of me. And I'm still afraid, you know, becoming more disciplined has not made me less afraid, but it's either do this or it's, stay the same I mean it's it's evolve or die right when you reach a moment and something becomes clear to you you can't unknow it you know when when God and the universe reveals a new truth to you 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 can't you can't unknow that information it's now a part of you 
And if you ignore it, it's torturous. Because I've been there. So here's to 2023. The year of discipline. (laughs) Here's to connecting to all the things that you're dreaming of. Here's to being kind and easeful within the discipline, because it is possible. And um, here's to shedding old identities, because that's what we're here to do. And it is scary. But guess what? We're all scared. And we're doing it anyway. I love y'all. Thanks for listening. And I'll see you next week.